Welcome to the Mind Power Podcast, a space where we're on a mission to positively impact your life by helping you increase your mental toughness and emotional resilience. To help you do so, here are your hosts and Mind Power coaches, Steph and Shay. We are going to talk about what kids can teach us about mind power in terms of you deserving to want whatever you want. Yes. Now. Yes. So here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. Do you think that kids have a problem, you know, come holiday time, if you told them to make a list of everything you wanted? Do you think they have a problem writing down and listing down everything that they want? No way. No. No. Not they a chance. They can't do it fast enough. They're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need more paper. Yeah. So literally, you would need to tell them to stop because they would go page after page after page, hundreds of things. I remember going through the JCPenney catalog and going, I want that. I want did that. Did you do dog ears? Yes. <laughs> did you circle it with a marker? Yes. You did both? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't make it really clear. Well, there you go. Yeah. Did you transfer it to a list? No. You just handed the JCPenney catalog to your mom and dad and said, this is what I want. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's really cool. So um, I remember making lists. I remember making lists like, I want this. I want that. I want this. I want to. Uh, um, a Red Rider rifle. Now that's a joke. <laughs> this is important. Pay attention. Yeah, pay attention. Kids have no problem dreaming. So when did we lose our ability to dream? Yeah. When did we? When did we stop? Right. When did we stop dreaming? Why did we stop dreaming? Good question. Why did we stop dreaming? Why did we think it was bad to want things? Oh, can you repeat that question? Yeah. When did we think or decide that it was bad to want things? Yeah. We had a client once. Um, one one exercise that we're going to talk about here in a moment that we give with our clients, and it's to make a list of things that they want. And then literally they were like, um, you know, I felt bad writing down wants. We were like, ooh, who put that in your head? Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah. that's too yeah. bad, right? It's not bad to want things. Yeah, and anyone who says it's bad to want things, don't listen to them. <laughs> yeah. That's a bunch of malarkey. Yeah, I mean, well, Seriously. you know, there's Zen, Buddhist philosophies and whatnot that say, you know. You should be able to be happy with nothing. Right. Well, absolutely. Um, but the reality is many people misconstrue that information. Zen Buddhist philosophies don't say that you need to have nothing. Correct. It says that you ought to be able to be happy with nothing. And, and absolutely, I, we get that. And we're big proponents of that. You should be able to be happy with who you are. Yes. No matter what, as you are, because you're great. Yeah. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that we need to live a life of martyrhood and have nothing. And by the way, and have, uh, in terms of wants, um, doesn't have to be uh, haves in terms of material items. No, 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 no. Wants can include spiritual. Yep. Physical. Yep. Emotional. Yep. Or mental. Yep. You get that? Um, so this is important. So we've had clients before. They're like, well, we have had clients. We've worked with clients that were um, well-to-do and they had everything they wanted. They have 10 cars, <laughs> every exotic car you can imagine, Multiple mansions, um, you know, mountain house, beach house, city uh, flat, um, and then where they usually live, like all the above. They're like, I literally have everything. And I'm like, do you have every single emotion that you want? 
They're like, right. no, I'm like, right. Then start writing those down. Like meaning like, do you have all the happiness you want? No. Nope. Write that down. Contentness. Write that down. Or peace. Write that down. Right. Um, you know, peace of mind. Peace and peace of mind can be different. Mm-hmm. And so so the reality is, is what we want to give you an example of wants because let's think about the four major uh, planes or some would call the four pillars or some call the four bodies, spiritual, mental, mental emotional, emotional, and physical. Okay. An example of a spiritual want could be living in alignment with my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or being closer to God. Right. Or meditating. Or praying mm-hmm. every day. Right. Um, you know, being clear with my intentions to spirit. Right. Whatever. These these are examples of, uh, spiritual. of, of spiritual wants. Mental wants might be something like, um, you know, uh, focus. Yeah. Or, um, or mastering your mind power. Ooh, mental toughness. Yep. Right. Um, you know, uh, clarity of the uh, clarity of thought. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Those are all examples of mental. Emotional wants, wants could be something like peace, happiness. happiness. Uh, joy, joy. Uh, excitement, gratitude, love. Yeah, more love. Um, <clears throat> and it could be love of, you know, love with my spouse, love with my kids, love with anyone, love with my clients, whatever. Love of nature. Everyone. Yeah. You know, love of uh, um, the planet. Right. Mother Earth. Love, whatever. Anything that's emotional based is an emotional want. Yes. Then there's physical. Physical includes... The physical body. Right. So your health, your fitness. Yep. Six pack abs. That's a physical want. Right. Eight pack abs. That's a physical want. Yes. Right? Or, you know, being able to uh, run five miles. Six pack abs. Yeah. You know, run five miles. Uh, you know, strong biceps or. Is all physical? Um, you know, strong pecs or firm thighs a certain or. ideal. Anything weight. dealing with physique has to do with um, physical. Right. Also, anything material is physical. Right. A uh, certain house or car. Physical. A boat. Physical. Um, also, travel. Physical. Is physical. Places that you want to travel. Yeah. Um, All the places you want to travel. Mm-hmm. Right. And These, each of those, you know, counting as a separate want. All physical wants. This is important. Pay attention. Yes. Because um, we're talking about wants here. We're, we're giving you tonight the permission to dream. Yes. And why? Because you deserve to have it all. You deserve to have what you want. If you right? needed the permission, you now have it. Now you have the permission. Right now. We just gave you the permission. <laughs> Here's the permission. Um, you you deserve to have what you want. So so those are all different categories for wants. And so, so yeah, 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 I get it. If you have everything that you need, fine. Um, Material-wise, fine. I bet you there's some spiritual, mental, and emotional wants that you could come up with. If you're good there and there's some physical wants, more material, fine, write that there too. But wait, listen, 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 you got to get rid of this mindset. For those of you um, that have any sort of a mindset, like it's not okay or it's selfish to want things, that's bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry I had to say that. That is some serious shiitake right there. Yeah. You, you did that. Where did you learn that? Who taught you that? Like that... That is that is that is not what it is to you know be on this earth is for us to um, not be allowed to want. We can want. It's okay to want. Mm-hmm. It's healthy to want. Yeah, that's part of our God gifted capabilities. God gifted capabilities of being here. Yep. And reasons for being here. What's not healthy, which we talk about the, this in the book as well, is having to need something. Ooh. Right. 
where you need need. to have something so bad that you strangle it. Want is healthy, need is not. Yeah. Let me repeat that. Want is healthy, need is not. Um, We call it the want-need spectrum, okay? Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a continuum. If you think about it, it's a spectrum. So I'm trying not to bonk you in the head. So, so if you have, if you, if you go all the way over here, uh, for an individual, um, this would be, uh, don't care like an item or something. You don't care. It's not in your awareness. You just don't care. And then all of a sudden what happens is it's in your awareness. Maybe you don't want it. So you don't want it. Right. Um, no desire for it. And then, but then don't want, maybe it kind of turns into want and you're like, okay, no, that is something that I kind of want. And then all of a sudden there's like a have to, or must have it, by the way, that's healthy. That is healthy. Like I have to, like, I have to have it. I must have it. Like Like, I really want it. Um, Napoleon Hill called it desire backed by faith. Yes. Yeah. Um, extreme desire. There's a lot of energy in desire. Desire. Then there's this line right about here on the spectrum, right? And and on the other side of this line is need. This is unhealthy. When you need something, yeah, you you strangle you'll it. You'll strangle it. And 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 too much attachment. Yeah, and then it actually pushes it away. Yeah, there's too much attachment there. So 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 the paradox here is that you 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 want to want something really bad, but not cross the line over into need. Exactly. You see. Exactly. And so so when when that happens. Um, when that happens, you will achieve it. Meaning whenever you let go of the attachment, we got to talk about that here too. When you want, you have extreme want without need, but extreme want, you'll get it. Yeah. Let's talk about the caveat though. If you have an extreme want, um, if you have an extreme want, um, and you are still kind of strangling it. Then that means that you uh, are just calling it want, but really you're needing it. Yeah, need is associated with attachment. Okay. Yeah. It's there's an attachment there. Like 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 you won't be anything. Yeah, it's, it's if like, you don't have blah. Yeah, like right? like Shay and I, Shay and I, we want to impact millions of lives. Yeah, you all know that about us. Um, that's why you know one of the the driving factors in the book because um, doing the work that we do, you know, there's only so many lives we could impact. We wanted to have a a book which became a best selling. We're well on our way. We want to we want to impact positively impact millions of lives. It's a must for us. We must Im- impact millions of lives. But we're right up against the line. We're not at a need. Right. So 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 he, so so it's not just about the words you use. It's also the intention. Yes. It's not just about the words you use. It's about the intention. It's the you energy have, around it. You have to check inside if there's an attachment. Check inside um, if you're strangling it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter the words that you're using. You just have to know the essence of it, the intention behind it, the energy, like Shay said, yeah. associated with it. So don't care in the spectrum. Uh, and then you care. You want. Yeah. You really want. You have to have it. You must have it. Need. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. Right. Does this make sense? Does this make sense? Let us, let let us, us know in the chat room if this up. makes sense. Thumbs up something. Um, be careful for need. Need is a trap. Need is strangling. Need you won't get it. Everything on this side of the spectrum, as long as the intention and energy is there of what it is, and you're able to let go of attachment, then that's healthy. Yes. That's what you want. And so, so the reality is you, you really want to make sure as it deals with being on the side of the spectrum of your wants. Um, this is, this is interesting. You want it so bad. And I know this is going to be weird. 
Well, you want it so bad and you're okay if you don't get it. Yeah, that's the that's the paradox. You, you want, want it, it so bad, bad and you're okay if you don't and, get it. And you know you'll be fine if you don't get it. Yep. Another paradox yep. is wanting something so bad and, and realizing that, yes, you're going to take action every day. You know how we feel about massive action. We don't believe in like meditating underneath a fig tree and plop, it's going to land in your lap. Right, right. Right. We, we believe massive action. Yeah. The real secret within the secret, if you look at law of attraction, is cross out the ATTR. The real secret within the, the secret is not the law of attraction. It's law of action. Yes. Yeah, we love law of attraction. Yes, we talk about law of attraction. Does it work? Yes. Is it true? Yes. Is it complete? No. No. Law of action makes it complete. So you want to want. You want to want. And make sure that you want. Make sure you know it's okay to want. Make sure you know that it's um, it's healthy to want. It's safe to want. It is. It it's is. It's okay to want, right? Yep. Let go um, of need. Let go of need. Want. Keep want. Keep want. Write that down if you're taking notes. Let go of need. Keep want. Yeah. Bring it from want. All the way through have to, must have it, like, and with extreme desire to have it, uh, with, you know, paradoxically, you being okay if you don't have it. And yes, Zen Buddhist philosophies are correct. You should be happy with nothing. That doesn't mean you have to have nothing. Exactly. You should have everything you want. Yes. You deserve to have everything you want. Indeed. You should have it all. Yes. Right? Yes. Kids want to have it all. Does our fur kid want to have it all? Oh my gosh, yes. Every so every day, persistent. persistent, 2 p.m. He wants his... I can't say it. C H E W Y. If I say it, it's like a, it's like a, you know, long stick, like bully stick, or or like a, a beef tendon or something like that. Yeah. Um, he wants it every day. Every day, two o'clock. We give it to him two to three times a week. He'll but, come and he gives us these eyes, and he's like <laughs> penetrating these thoughts. That's like, called desire. He's good. He's good. He's it's really extreme good. desire. Like, he has me wrapped around. So his you little paw. If you have fur kids. Paw. It, big paw, big, he, paw. big paw. He's got a big paw. Um, <laughs> if you have fur kids, look how persistent your fur kids yeah. are. Your 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 human, human kids. kids, yeah. How persistent are they? Look how persistent they are. Right. Um, that literally, they want to have it all. We should have it all. Right. We should want to have it all. Yes. We should do whatever it takes to have it all. Yes. Right. Yes. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Here's your assignment. This is straight out of our book, okay? This is also, in chapter four. This is the one of the two preliminary homework assignments that we do with uh, all of our private clients, right? Um, plus those coming through our Mind Power Breakthrough hybrid coaching experience, you know, um, which is a group coaching program on steroids. We, we have them make a list of 100 things they want in life. Now, we actually will not let any client start our program, unless they've actually done this. Let me repeat that. We don't let anyone start our program unless they complete the 100 wants exercise. It's it's like their test. It's their test. Yeah. Right? It's the tryouts. It's to see if they're willing to do whatever it takes to succeed, to see if they'll do things at 100%, and to see if they're willing to tap into their imagination and tap into wanting stuff. Yes. Right? It took me the first time I did it quite a few sittings. Yeah. Me, yeah, me too. By the way, if if you're having problems coming up with a hundred, you might be being too vague or general by saying yeah. I want to travel. Yeah. So no. if you're I travel to Switzerland, Switzerland, Switzerland. Jeez, Switzerland. how am I doing? <laughs> Switzerland, land, land. Um, go travel to Switzerland, um, Brazil, um, Turks and Caicos, um, let's say Costa Rica, uh, Hawaii, all um, the places you want to travel, right? Hong Kong. Um, Japan, yeah, like yeah. everywhere. Those all right? count as one individual Chile want, 
right? Yeah. Um, wherever. So, so, so. Some people could fill up just a whole the, list of hundred. They're each place they want to travel. It is each is a single want. Yeah, yeah. So if you have twelve places that you want to travel to, then you, that's twelve wants right there. Yeah. List all the emotions you want. Like think about it. Remember, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. Being aligned with your purpose, like being closer to God, you know, based on your beliefs. Um, okay, so then, um, you know, what you can do, this is important, is after you've got your your 100 wants, you want to narrow it down to 10. The top 10 that you want to be focused on in the next, in 12, the next 12 months. months, so the next year. Yeah. This is what in the book we call Big Effing Goals, BEGs. Yes. Yeah. Then you take your top 10 and you narrow it down to three. These top three, three come from the 10 that come from your 100. Yes. So you're basically like prioritizing down to your top 10 that got to happen in the next 12 months. Then you prioritize down to the top three out of the 10 that you want to have happen in the next 30 days. The next month. Yeah. Okay. So that's just the next month. Um, these, these um, you need to be doing an 80-20 rule. Um, the top three, you're actioning on, you're taking massive action towards, um, at about an about 80% of your time. Yeah. So 80% of your time should be going to your top three. The other 20% is starting to make progress toward the other seven that are within your top 10. Right. Because you have a year. You have a year. To work on those, right? So it's 80-20. 80% of your focus on your top three. And this is in chapter four yep. of the book. Master Your Mind Power. Whichever version you have. Which it, it, It's the a user manual. Yeah. And then the video. revised. Yeah, chapter four is what kids can teach about mind power. So, so eighty percent of your time on a daily basis is is um, efforting and actioning your toward your achieving your top three. The other twenty percent is uh, your other seven. Um, because what'll happen when once you knock down a top three, what's going to happen is you're going to remove that from the list because you achieved it. And you're going to pull another one from the seven into your top three. And you've already started towards it. Why? Why cast a big net, but then narrow it down? Let me give, let me give you a metaphor. So I don't know if you know this. <clears throat> Anyone who's ever um, planted or nurtured a rose bush knows this. A rose bush. So every single spring, um, you need to prune the rose bush. So all of the dead twigs on the bottom, you know, that maybe, you know, got frostbitten or just frosty or whatever. Yeah. You need to remove those. You also need to do some uh, pruning um, on some of the lower limbs on a rose bush. Um, and here's why. I don't know. any. Like I said, anyone who's uh, had a rose bush, they know what I'm about to say is true. If you don't prune a rose bush at all, I don't know if you knew this, but the root system in a rose bush, it, it actually doesn't have the capabilities of taking in enough water and nutrients to actually feed all of the buds that a rose bush will make on an annual basis. Right. So it, it has limited capability of the amount of, um, of, of water, nutrients, fertilizer, if you fertilize it, we'll just say water and nutrients. Um, but it's very overzealous in creating a whole bunch of buds. So, so any rose bush owner knows what you have to do is you have to do some pruning on the lower part in the middle part. Um, and then you'll get, you'll get some really, really beautiful growth from the rose bush. Yep. And and a lot of beautiful flowers. Now all the water and the nutrients can appropriately go yep. to the, the flowers. Let's talk about best case, worst case scenario with a rose bush. Um, with a rose bush, uh, if you do no pruning, worst case scenario, the whole 
rosebush because of lack of water, lack of nutrients can die. Um, and best case scenario, it, it grows very few or no roses. That's if you don't prune it. If you prune it every spring, what ends up happening is has massive growth, beautiful roses everywhere right. that you want it to be, which is usually going to be on the top and maybe around the middle because there's enough actual water and nutrients that gets to every single bud to flower that you want it to flower. Yes. Right. Yes. So, so, so again, let me repeat what I said earlier. The root system in rose bushes do not have the capability or the capacity to flow enough water or enough nutrients to feed every single bud. So you need to prune the rose bush every single year so that then the leftover buds become flowers. We need to prune our wants. That doesn't mean that we're not going to have all of them. But from a focus standpoint, we need we need to pr- do a temporary pruning of our wants. And and the good news is that doesn't mean that we prune them and they're they're off like with the rosebush. They're still no, there. No, you just prune them from your attention. Yes, for the time being. You just prune them from your attention for the time being. And and you still got them on your 100 wants list. We are looking at our 100 wants list on a monthly basis. Yeah, because... Every month. it's It changes so quickly. I mean... Because our top three, we're getting every 30 days. So we need to do a reevaluation right. of the top 10 and a new top three. Every 30 and then days. When, and making sure our list is always at 100 plus. Then, for those of you ha- who have done this or are currently doing this, you'll find that when you go back and you revisit the whole 100 wants list, sometimes the things are no longer applicable. Like something that you set a couple months ago as a want, you just no longer care about it because you've you're a new person, right? And it's just not not applicable anymore. Or you find, oh wow, I accomplished that and you, you know, <laughs> cross it off. Yeah. So it's it's something to keep going it's back living. to living. It's breathing. Yes. It's dynamic. Yes. So something you're going back to on a monthly basis. We have a note in our phone on the first of every month. It's just repeat on repeat, mm-hmm. a recurring um calendar entry, which on the first of every month it just says reevaluate 1103. We know what that means. If you need to write wants, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you could say reevaluate um, 100 slash 10 slash 3 wants. Okay, so that's your homework assignment. It's great. 100 things that you want. And then narrow it down to top, your top 10 that you want to have happen in the next year. Those are, those are what you're, you're going to call your big effing goals. And then from your top 10, the top three that you're going to action in the next 30 days. Yes. And then um, for your top three, create an action plan. Create an action plan. Um, you know, of what you need to do to accomplish it. Yes. And then 80-20 rule, 80% towards your top three on a daily basis, 20% toward the other top seven within your top 10 wants. Uh, And then put a note in your calendar and reevaluate it on a monthly basis on the first of the month. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And And then, you know, um, if you're achieving them, great. If not, then reevaluate why you're not achieving them and what you need to do, right? Yep. So, yeah, we can learn so much from kids. Kids know how to want. They always want um, until they stop wanting. And then at that point, adulthood. Right. It's true. <laughs> so let's let's go back to being a kid. And, um, you know, like we talk about in our book in Chapter 4, it's all about, you know, being a kid again. And and the reality is, is you you want to make sure that you're wanting and know that it's okay to want and know that it's healthy to want and know that you deserve to have it all. Um All of your wants. Yes. Yes. Right time, right place. Bye. Take care. Ciao. Hey, Mind Power Podcast listeners. It's Steph here. Inside this podcast, we've taken you on countless journeys of insight, reflection, and transformation. 
We've spoken about releasing the things that hold us back, optimizing our health, making the most of our time, achieving our big effing goals, and most importantly, becoming the best version of ourselves. However, we feel like we can do more. So many people in the world are staying in unfulfilling jobs, living paycheck to paycheck, and barely getting by and living in a place of fear, anger, doubt, and no hope of things ever getting better. At a time when stress, overwhelm, and scatterness are the new normal, people are seeking certainty, clarity, and guidance more than ever. And who better to provide that than a trained mind power coach? If you're looking to transform your passion into a lucrative coaching business, take back control of your financial future, and help others regain their hope, then the Mind Power Summit is your golden ticket. Register for free at mindpowersummit.com. That's mindpowersummit.com. We'll see you at the top.